0: Hello and welcome to Selfie Development, a podcast about the weird and wonderful world of wellness and self-improvement. Each episode, we'll be looking at a different topic and asking what actually works and what is kind of bullshit. I'm Katie Gordon, a yoga teacher and coach. I'm Annabelle Lee, a writer and
1: ex-yoga teacher. You can come and find us at Selfie Development Pod on Instagram, where we would love to hear from you. We are talking self-development, but kind of skeptical, asking if it really helps, cutting to the chase, and seeing if working on yourself can really be a force of good. Are you ready for some selfie development? Today, we are talking about women's circles and divine femininity. I'm
0: excited to hear about this. I've got some opinions already. Welcome goddesses <laughs> to the
1: circle. What do you... What do you like know about
0: women's circles
1: in divine femininity?
0: I don't know very much, but if I hear women's circles, I'm a bit like it's not, it's not for me. It's it feels a bit wishy washy and overshary. I don't know. It it doesn't appeal to me. Okay, so
1: you've heard them like be mentioned, but you've it's just not been a thing that you've thought you want to get involved with
0: yeah I've heard I've heard about them but I I feel like they're always surrounded by like women with crystals maybe some tarot cards you know someone in a floaty dress asking you to share stuff with a circle of of strangers and it makes me feel a bit uncomfortable yeah yeah and what about divine femininity like as a concept I mean, it kind of has the same image for me again same of vibe. like floaty dresses and forests and yeah. talking about wombs. I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a lot of womb chat, right? for sure. Which is problematic for a few reasons. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I guess I I had seen it come up quite a lot um, and I've been to a couple of women's circles, which I really enjoyed and I think I definitely got quite in. I I must have been in like the divine femininity algorithm. I think. <laughs> I think. And I definitely saw it as something, a way, a sort of a way to kind of like rage against like the patriarchy by like leaning into all this stuff. But now I have looked into it a bit more. I think that that can be true and there can be a lot of power in it, mm. but it's also quite a lot of it is quite problematic and it's not it's not necessarily all of those things there's there's sort of some more stuff going on behind it if it is something that does appeal to you I think it's just it's a kind of treat with caution it can be amazing but there's maybe a bit more to it um but also I suppose from a skeptical place (laughs) I think there can be more to it too because I think there is a lot of can be a lot of really cool stuff that that can come up in the right hands.
0: Yeah, I can imagine it can be a positive experience. I'm not like this is terrible, but for me I just it feels a little bit uncomfortable. But I can imagine that it can also be like how was your experience with going to to women's circles?
1: Yeah. Well so a women's circle like is basically a gathering of women. Um, there's no like central organisation for women's circles. It's not regulated in any way. Anyone could set one up. Um, You could have one here in the studio. We could do one in my garden. So anyone can set it up. And I've been to a couple which were somebody that I knew um, was hosting and I went and I was... I would say like lightly sceptical because <laughs> Okay. Because I like I'm quite I suppose and that's one of the reasons we're doing the podcast. Like I'm really interested in like healing and wellness and and open to all of this stuff, but I definitely do have like an element of scepticism with everything as well. So like open minded but also like having a sort of an edge of like what what is what going actually on. Yeah, is yeah. This yeah. And not wanting to go too far and push it. And I sort of had some of those thoughts as well around like, it's all going to be a particular type of woman. It's going to be very like mm. Um And it, in a sense it was like, <laughs> because you, you basically all sit around in a woman's circle, you sit in a circle, obviously, as the name suggests, usually around something. So it can be like a candle or an altar or like a crystal grid. It
0: See, that reminds me of being a teenager and like getting a Ouija board out yeah, or something. During yeah, doing the craft. But... Right. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But actually, like all of these things, it's like, up to interpretation so some women's circles will go very heavily into that some might have tarot some might have crystals <laughs> but um the one I went to was very much about a gathering of women together you all sit in a circle we did a little bit of like light meditation kind of grounding exercises and then you the the sort of the whole concept around a women's circle is that you can share you can talk and you have heard and everybody just listens so there's no advice given Mm. there's no like problem solving there's no um reassurance even so it's just like you talk you know you you might want to talk about you know like how you're feeling or if anything specific is coming up or you might want to share something big if you want to but other people don't they don't interject. It's not like you might get like some nods or some smiles, but there's no sort of active listening, right. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you you just talk, and you talk if you want to. You don't have to talk. You normally pass something around the circle that you hold when it's your turn. So it's kind of there are sort of markers, mm. and the idea of the circle like dates back to prehistory I suppose when like traditionally women would sit around the fire doing the cooking exactly like sharing stuff and there's kind of talk of how like through like that tradition that or that like traditional sisterhood has been lost as we've become more like linear and more masculine Mm. in terms of like progress or capitalism or you know whatever this so we've lost like the cylindrical circle I
0: imagine in, in that situation that would be a community of women who knew each other there's no money changing hands feels like that's already a fairly safe container to share in because you know you think like <laughs> doing doing their household chores of course they would have relationships already yeah there'd be like a community thing whereas these the women's circles, I don't know if you... Do you go back and there's the same people? Is there, like, a sense of building community or is it just, like, oh, it's a random group each time?
1: Yeah, and and I think that's the thing because there's no... Um, you know, it's not like, um, like brownies or scouts or, you know, like, something where you might have, you, you know, like, a chapter or an organisation. Like, it's very much a sort of whatever works. And I think that in some situations... In some circles, there probably is that. The, right. the experience that I've had, I did go back a couple of times and there were some of the same people. But for the most part, it was people that I didn't know. Yeah. And I think that I think that actually that loss of community is one of the reasons that circles are having this resurgence. Yeah. Because we don't have, like, as closer maybe female relationships with our family or with our friends. You know, it's talked about all the time that... It takes a village to raise kids, or you know, it takes a village, and it's like, Mm. where is the, where's the village? Yeah, there isn't one. Yeah, and I think that that's why a lot of women do find themselves drawn to things like circles, even things like yoga or exercise exercise classes where there's a lot of women because we there's no space for that like we don't go you know most of us don't go to like church on sunday or have like regular ritual in our life and that was when i was when i was sort of researching women's circles um that's what um somebody who teaches other people how to host women's circles was saying to me it's like this real like kind of primal sense of like craving and i think especially through the pandemic a lot of people maybe were locked down, away from, you know, maybe not like, yeah. not with any other women in their household, perhaps, like a real, like, craving for connection and sisterhood, which if, you know, you're not at, you know, you do not not at school, you're not at uni, like, maybe you work on your own, like, it can be quite isolating. Definitely, yeah. So I think that women's circles can create that space, but I do agree that there's a real issue, I suppose, in terms of that, like, intimacy, like mm. Forced intimacy and what you feel comfortable sharing with yeah. strangers. Did
0: people feel like they ha- they had? I mean, it's, I guess it's hard to tell if people feel like pressured to share if everyone else is like, is it? Is it really? I guess it depends on the facilitator, right? To make everyone comfortable, comfortable enough to share if they want to, but also to be like, I don't want to. Or yeah, I, I think the other concern for me is like what happens if someone overshares and, and regrets that or shares something which then triggers someone else triggers them and what happens then like what is the like aftercare procedure what are the qualification like that is a bit sticky all that stuff isn't it
1: yeah i think it i think it is i think the the experience that i had was overwhelmingly positive mm. um and it was sort of facilitated by somebody who really knew how to hold the space. Right. and and I think that it was very clear that you know you don't you don't have to talk. Some people didn't really say much. Some people said a lot. Some mm. people sort of talked quite deeply. Some people kept it quite light. And it was kind of a it, it, i mean it, it it can I suppose it can be quite up and down in terms of what is coming out and there might be a sense of like, I definitely know for myself, like I'm trying to work on like not feeling like I need to like overshare everything with everyone to like build connection with them. Like I don't have to like strip all my trauma every time I meet someone new to like Mm. feel like we have a connection, which which is just like a personal thing for me. But I do think that in there is potential there for, you know, misuse but I think the experience that I had was, was you know, it was it was very positive. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I think we we're also thinking. Uh, I was speaking recently to someone who was involved in an alleged cult, I guess. And I've watched some documentaries um, recently. So I'm interested in that. And she was saying that they used women's circles as a way to recruit women. Um, so facilitated by women exclusively women and I, I don't know exactly what happened within this but it was just a quick conversation but um I think there's also the potential to like use what people have said against them create kind of trauma bonds with people and that is obviously very different from what you've experienced but that's part of the spectrum of a women's circle that they can also be used to manipulate yeah. people
1: and what one of the things about like this space is it's massively under researched mm.
0: because because it's women because it's women <laughs> so there's yeah.
1: there's so little there's like zero regulation there's no research um, it's kind of passed off as like oh witchy or you know hippie or like don't right. care it's just about that. women talking about women's things exactly yeah. exactly and so that kind of gives it more. Scope for, for that, you know, mm-hmm. for, for really dark stuff to happen because, you know, if we're just overlooking it, it's like that's when it's easy, isn't it, to, mm. f- for for abuse to happen or um, misuse to happen. So it's hidden well.
0: away. Yeah. Totally. Mm.
1: Um, which I guess is, you know, maybe why women's circle is coming more to the forefront is, is helpful. And maybe if people did know, like, what a good women's circle is like it would be a, or, you know, or it's, like, seen less as, like, a, a kind of a weird niche thing to do, mm. and then it would be easier to spot. I, d- I mean, I don't know. I don't know that that's necessarily the answer, but.
0: Yeah. It's tricky, isn't it, with those kind of cult-like d- dynamics, because they're very subtle and they are hard to spot. Otherwise, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be, be like, oh, to it's me. a cult. Yeah, I'm signing up. So, it's, it's really tricky and, and nuanced, but obviously, I'm not, you know women's circles aren't cults but I think there's just that potential for n- manipulation and even on a slightly kind of less intense scale of, uh, people who maybe don't have experience with dealing with mental health issues or trauma or um don't know how to handle it if someone shares something really full on like looking after themselves how do they then go away and deal with it as well as looking after the people that are in the circle yeah
1: yeah because we like we talk about this a lot in yoga don't we like in terms of like holding mm. the space for people yeah which is quite heavy and quite can be quite hard and I guess again like because a lot of the people coming to this kind of stuff are like seeking we all want the answers we all want someone to tell us yeah. about, like what to do specifically to feel better. Yeah. But it's like, actually, well, we're all like, we're all like, your teacher's probably
0: a bit of a mess too. You know, like, yeah, we've, uh, all, we've, got we've stuff. all got stuff. Yeah. Um, and I imagine everyone's sharing is they're not sharing about like the brilliant time they're having and like how happy they are. I imagine if you're sharing, it's, it's probably something that isn't quite right or you're feeling worried about or.
1: Yeah, because I also think there's very much a sense of like, because women are empathetic well not women people are empathetic mm. and you know most people can pick up on the vibe so if someone's like just talked about something really you know not great and how sad they are and then you wouldn't then go oh i love my yeah. i just really want to celebrate joy yeah. like so of, yeah like of course there's like an empathy vibe in that yeah and that you know and
0: and then maybe you could get into some spirals, I suppose. Or Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the like, science behind this, but I feel like sometimes when people share something dark, then there's like the next person then goes deeper oh, yeah. and deeper and then <laughs> yeah. you end up in this like, oh my God, yeah. where have we got to?
1: But I think that, I mean, and this is just like from my experience, was that it, although, and obviously the, the point of the circle is that it's a really trusted space and you would never share anything extra. Stanley, you know her, in, unless you were in a f- very <laughs> questionable cycle right but like it it didn't feel like for me the overwhelming feeling that I left with was connection mm. and was like yeah okay you know I can vocalize what's going on with me and other people can empathize with that and maybe feel the same way too and maybe right. I'm less alone in you know whatever's going on in my head because yeah you know in the same way that you know going for coffee with someone is really helpful but actually like how how do you find those people and maybe you know women's circles are a way that it can help
0: yeah i guess it's like you say after <coughs> university or if you're not in a workplace like connecting with new friends can can be quite hard and i guess making connections it's never a, a bad thing but i don't know it's just it's just the kind of What is being shared feels somewhat artificial. Like, you're not getting to know someone by being like, how's your day? I like your trainer. It's like, like, here is some deep trauma. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which can make you feel really close to people, but it's not real. Yeah. Like, you know something about them, but it's not... You're not actually... You don't know them.
1: yeah. And and what is quite interesting is like the desire that we have to fix and like offer Mm. solutions to people, which you cannot do. Like you want, so you want to say to someone like you, you know, do this or try this or, yeah, I did that and then I did this, but you 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 do not do that. Like it's just, and that is quite an. I found that quite an adjustment mm. because you so want to off, off, offer people like huh. support yeah. or empathy or like, and I guess that kind of ties in with the whole being not doing, mm. which is very, which is very like a feminine, I'm doing quotes, like energy thing to do to like not like resist the urge to fix solutions, yeah. to fix problems and just like accept that sometimes things are shit and sometimes things are good and you're, like, actually observing it. And and actually I think that maybe that was true for me a bit in those experiences, Mm. that it was, like, actually gave me a space to just sort of look objectively at things.
0: Yeah, it can be really powerful to just be heard and, like, have someone really listen to you. And I think, like you say, I don't think it's just women, but I think most of us jump in and be like, oh, you could do this or you could do that or even just being like, oh, that sounds really shit like yeah you know there's this impulse to to kind of help usually yeah most people yeah and just being heard and have someone be like i really hear what you're saying can be really powerful definitely yeah
1: and i think that with women's circles there was so there was some there was some there was one piece of research that i found on it, okay um which was from a study i think I think it was from the Netherlands, this study, mm-hmm. and it was called Women's Circles and the Rise of New the New Feminine. And there's this quote in that study, which I love, because I feel like it really uh, talks to a lot of the stuff that, that we're interested in and we're right. talking about in this podcast, which is that women's circles are indicative of women's heightened participation in the realm of subjective well-being culture Including elements of both spirituality and more secular personal growth. And I think what that's saying is that you know this kind of practice is like, I mean, for the most part, we are secular as a society now. Like we we don't, we're not necessarily you know we we might have a religion, but as a kind of culture, we we don't really. right. Lots of people don't. Um, but we want something. We want something like ritualized. We want something that is kind of... There's elements of, like, the mystic and the universe. But also it's, like, working on myself. Like, so you can, like, work on the collective and you can work on yourself at the same time. And when I... Doing some research around women's circles, one of the things that came up a lot was that you... By going to a women's circle, you might be helping yourself... But you're also, like, taking an active role in mm. being part of the circle and actually helping other people. Yeah. And, like, the collective, which I think is something that, like, I'm always now looking out for. Like, you know, can can what we're doing, can this, like, wellness work that I want to do, can me trying to be more well, can I do that in a way that's not going to, like, screw anyone else over? Right. That's respectful of, like, the traditions that it's come from and
0: not, isn't just, like, exclusively for me. Yeah. Um, so moving away from the, like, individualistic. Totally. Yeah, definitely. That's that's important, yeah.
1: And I think there are elements of that. But also, who would feel comfortable going to a women's circle? Mm. And I very much fit the bill. Like, I'm, uh, I've got kids, I'm straight, I'm cisgender. Like, you know, all of these things which m- mean that it's very, like, there is a sort of slight, like white feminist energy to women's
0: circles I think which is problematic because if you're a woman without a womb and everyone's talking about wombs like you're not really welcome there 100% yeah yeah which
1: kind of which kind of yeah because there's a lot of talk about like cycles Mm. and lunar cycles and and yeah like what exactly what if you don't have a womb what if What if you don't have a period? What if you, you know, you don't want to have kids? You know, like, and there's a lot of talk about, like, the feminine as uh, being nurturing, being, like, a receptacle, which Mm. is, which is which kind of brings us to divine femininity, Mm. which is this broader kind of, I don't know really if it's a practice or belief, I guess, system, which women's circles are part of it's very vague it's isn't incredibly it? vague yeah so so divine femininity is basically the concept that it goes hand in hand i guess with like divine masculinity but we don't tend to talk about that as much um that you've got this real binary these two real binary energies so you've got like femininity which is like nature moon um shakti
0: being yeah, nurturing I mean I already have a problem with this. Totally. You know, it's it's very binary and oh it's just it feels again like one of those things that's been used to kind of subjugate women and, and exclude people and tell people how they have to behave in terms of their sex and gender. Like it it just feels so icky
1: it's really weird because I often see divine femininity, like, presented as empowerment. Right. So, like, you know, like, embrace your, embrace your divine femininity. Like, lean into that as, as empowerment. But like, what does
0: that mean? I don't,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, like, I, and this is very, like, um, I see this more, we're in like America and mm. like and I think that but I do think it's coming more and more over here like in terms of like you know reclaim reclaim that energy reclaim your shakti energy and use that as a way to sort of like rage against the patriarchy but it's like no
0: <laughs> because well, that's a very fucked up circle 100%, isn't it
1: yeah because it's exactly what you said like actually it's really reinforcing like traditional mm. gender roles um in terms of All of the, yeah, like, goddess energy. Um, We could put all of this stuff, like, yoni eggs, natural mothering, natural... Like, all very, very, very women as mothers, which is just not helpful (laughs) for anyone. Mm. And, yeah, in opposition to the kind of masculine energy of, like, progress and getting stuff done and, you know, dominance... And I have seen some, like, very weird stuff, especially on Instagram. Like, you know, you should be, like, you know, let your partner, like, be in control. There's a really weird bit in that. I don't know if you've seen the Tony Robbins documentary or not. Uh, no. Okay, there's a really weird bit in that documentary where he's, like, talking to a couple and they're having all these problems. And it's just, like, he's, like, to the man, like, you have to be a man, like and to the woman like you have to be a woman and like do what he tells you to do and it is very but it's like very unhelpful you know you need to be more feminine more nurturing more caring more intuition led you know we're told all the time like you don't need to be like a man to get head like it, but it's like it, it just assumes this binary which is so unhelpful for everyone yeah for sure because everyone's there's there's no there's not a binary like everyone's somewhere in the middle like we're all
0: a mixture of the two yeah. things and the two can coexist i think also you know i i identify as a woman but i don't feel i'm not i don't see myself as particularly feminine so when people start to talk about that i just feel like this doesn't resonate with me at all and obviously there's people at different points on the on the spectrum of gender and um it just feels like you say it's like it's a way of assigning people roles like you've got to be a man you're in charge oh, uh, yeah I don't know how to explain it just feels very controlling yeah and I, I think there's this this difficult thing about people you want to embrace femininity that's I mean that's fine if that's what you want but then what does that mean and and what does it mean to be a feminine woman like does that mean a traditional role does that mean that you're doing the laundry and the housework
1: yeah cuz i think quite often what like what what we see quite often in like the wellness world is that w- sometimes people get interested in this stuff because they are wanting to sort of rage against the system or like wanting that you know they're liberal people mm-hmm. and they you know they see this as a as a sort of solution and a and a way to sort of navigate it but it's like almost like when you go so liberal you come back around and you end up being massively conservative and yeah. actually it's like
0: it sounds right like right way
1: exactly like how ha- like actually yeah of course like lean into that embrace that like you know whatever track your period know when the full moon is that's cool but also like it gets into like territory of like policing women's bodies and like assuming a place. Particular... everyone's body, Totally, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but I think that that is something that, that is obviously something that, you know, comes up in other things in wellness with, like, conspir- yeah. conspiracies. And, yeah. you know, like, there is a limit. <laughs>
0: like,
1: yeah. you can't, like, we do have structures, but freedom of self is is really important.
0: Yeah, and I think when you say, like, rage against the machine or the patriarchy, we like... You can do that without doing it through the the kind of lens of gender, kind of totally. like why does it need to be Gendered. through the divine feminine? Yeah, a
1: hundred percent. Because even that wording, like divine feminine, is
0: like it's yeah. very like Adam and Eve vibes, and like there's purity things going on in there, like yeah. God, all those kinds of things that again can be like tip over into that right wing yeah. extremism. Yeah, totally. So I I think, like, the main
1: main issues that I can see with um, divine femininity is that it's reinforcing traditional gender roles. Gender isn't binary. We know it's a spectrum. And this kind of A and B thinking is actually pretty old school. Mm. Um, And is divine femininity actually accessible to all women or all people? Um, Whether you know, there's genders the spectrum, sexualities the spectrum, like all of these things who's are included ex- and excluded exactly. Yeah. And I think it's quite easy if you if you are included, <laughs> like we are to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Like I think that like the and there's a big issue that I see quite a lot with you know the whole messaging around like women supporting women, which like I see all the time. Like you know, yeah. women support women and. There is this, there's this concept within divine femininity called the witch wound, which I think is quite interesting, which is (laughs) a, which is basically that women carry a residual distrust of other women. And that that dates back to the witch trials when women would be rewarded, I suppose, for like ostracizing other women. So like, oh, someone asking me if I'm a witch. I'm like, no, 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 Katie's the witch. Right. And then you're, you're getting I'm drowned. getting drowned, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um,
0: which is kind um, of fair um, enough, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so what, what like this, the witch wing concept is that that's been then like passed down or women have, whether or not it does date from the witch trials or whether or not it's just like a practice of, Patriarchy and male dominance to sort of instill in yeah, women to pit a, us against each a other, distrust of mm. other women. So, you know, it's, you know, we're easier controlled if we are separated. Yeah. We're not taught um practices that, you know, might keep us healthy and well mm. and strong. But yeah, so it's this idea of generational trauma. There is, and I, and I, and I get that to some extent because I think that probably is something that we are, we are, is instilled in us. And I think that if we can, you know, heal that wound, but whether, you know, whether we need to actually heal it or whether we just need to like go for a coffee with a woman that we
0: like. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, that this distrust is there. I think there's an element of truth in that, that we are like encouraged to compete against each yeah. other to see other women as a threat of like, you know, um, and to be like, look at how other women look and act and and criticise them. But it's also, like, quite a narrow way to look at it. Be- because also,
1: like, women can sometimes not be great. Like like, and I'm yeah, not like saying, everyone. Of course. And I think that, like, that kind of teaching of, like, women must support and empower every other woman yeah of course and of course like raise up voices that you can and things like that but not i think that actually that can be like kind of unhelpful
0: yeah i think then there's all this like women support women and you you know you can't bitch about other women and like what does women supporting because i i hear it a lot but i don't really see it in action that much like what does that mean like surely that means more than just being like yeah we support other women like and it's just passive a hundred percent because it's 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 actually like
1: allowing women like a free reign (laughs) yeah and it's you know like actually no of course like we should all be accountable if we are actually being like bad people like you know like you can still call someone out just
0: because they're a woman and it's fine to complain about other people like I I don't get the whole, like, you shouldn't bitch about people. I think bitch is the wrong word. I think everyone has issues with their friends and they talk about it. And that is fine. That doesn't mean that you don't like them or that, you know, there's something women are being, like, bitchy and nasty. It's kind of a... It's a useful tool sometimes. I mean, I guess it can get into, like, nastiness. But if you're using it as a way to be like, this happened, I'm upset about it, I'm annoyed with her because she did this then that can be really productive. Yeah.
1: And I think it's allowing, it's allowing people the space to be like fully formed people. Mm. Like it's not like all women want to do, like a women's circle is really great. It's a really nice place to go and yeah. maybe be vulnerable, maybe share and maybe build some connections. But you can also then, you know, go home and be really driven in your job or like, You you know, want to do something very, like, you know, masculine, divine masculine energy. Like, you you can be both. Like, everyone can be both.
0: I think something one thing that we haven't mentioned, really, at all as well, which I think is important, is this idea of... I read somewhere, I can't remember where, that community isn't community if there's an exchange of money. Mm -hmm. So I know, I don't think your facilitator charged... She she charged, like, a very small
1: amount, but which was just literally covering...
0: Cost, cost. I think
1: so it wasn't and and that was a big thing for her actually yeah that she really wanted to keep it accessible and open mm. but yes I think that it is well I think in some senses it is commercialized to an extent mm. but I do see quite a few people operating circles on that kind of basis or not being commercially driven yeah yeah
0: and it's fine to charge for your time, obviously, but it's a complicated area, isn't it? Of yeah. like if you're paying, I don't know, like thirty quid or whatever yeah. to go, how does that change the dynamic the dynamic and what the circle means and, and and is that really community? I don't I don't know the answer to that, but like
1: Because this is one of the interesting things about women's circles and like I was really desperately trying to find this when I was looking into it, like is like where is there like a central list of all the women's circles like Mm. who like where's the sort of which i guess is quite which could be seen as quite a sort of like masculine way to approach it in terms of you know i want the order i want to understand the like who's regulating how this is you know like but why is that masculine well i guess well i guess like in the sense of like femininity is is seen as more of a (laughs) <laughs> like circular right. where it was like there is a sort of idea that we put the structure on is a more like masculine energy way to approach it mm. um i'm trying to do them all like in my quotes yeah which No, know i know what you mean lane, but like but like we do need order to like we need order we need structure to make sense of the world we can't just be like free you know like n-
0: nebulous beings just
1: like in the
0: ether like yeah i think like most things in the wellness industry if i'm going to come to your women's circle your yoga class whatever it is i want to see your qualifications i want to see who you studied with i want to know how long you've been doing this for you know i want to know that you're equipped to hold that space and i think this is this is one of the fuzzy things about lots of things not just women's circles is like and it's not that someone has to have like some special degree or something but I want to know that that you're you'll be able to hold it if I say something really full-on yeah or if someone else in the group does
1: and I think because this is one of the things with women's circles is that it's it is meant to be a like a fluid circle so there's everybody is a part of the circle everybody is a is it like a a cog in the, in the circle, Mm. including the facilitator, which is, so you could have a circle like with your friends where everybody's, you know, coming to it. There's no, you know, there's no money being exchanged. There's no, there's no leader. Of course, naturally there there just might be because of like personality types and Mm. things, but which is quite hard for us to understand like because we do want like uh, that is what we want like we want someone to tell us what to do yeah (laughs) like and you need a structure and you need some kind of
0: high not hierarchy necessarily but some kind of order and some kind of format yeah i think it's really hard to facilitate a group without any kind of structure because then it's just like this it's a chat isn't it yeah like it's just a conversation which Um, is a different thing and
1: where are we trying to like get to like like are we trying to make progress are are we trying to are we are we trying to like get to an end point Mm. or are we just being in this like we're just being in the space and just like enjoying each other's company Mm. which might be a more circle
0: way of looking at it yeah
1: wow (laughs)
0: it's a big topic isn't it I feel like this could easily be a couple of episodes because it it covers so much about women and, and definitions of women and (sighs) the
1: patriarchy the patriarchy and how like I just think I do think it is very indicative like that quote said like it's very indicative of this whole space like self-development and like secular spirituality
0: yeah like like, where are the men's circle I mean I'm sure there are some but like where where are we holding space for men to not like men should have it too but in a way that like don't men want this as well? And isn't it a bit harder for them to access community? Is that what um,
1: like men? Is that not what like football is for men? Like a chance for men to cry and hug each other. Maybe I don't and know. And sing together. Like I totally agree. I totally agree. And I and I ha- like I have seen people talking about men circles. Mm. I guess that invokes a, like, different reaction in me. <laughs> like, I worry we're
0: getting into, like, men's rights zone. Yeah, I don't mean it in that way. I mean in the... I suppose what I mean is, like, there feels like there's this pressure on women to self-improve all the time, yeah. to go through our trauma, to share, to to, like, be working on ourselves so hard all the time... Whereas it doesn't feel, I mean, I'm not a man, but it doesn't feel like there's the same kind of pressures to do these kinds of self-development yeah. things as uh, well. Or if they are, it's, like, fun. Like, like football? Like football, like
1: sport. Like, like that. I think that's why, like, men's sport is, hot, is you know, put up there so high, or, like, go to the pub.
0: <laughs> like, I also know women for whom football... Is the equivalent of a women's circle for them as yeah. well as where they find community and connection, and that's really important to them. Yeah.
1: So I guess it's just like if you know, like if that if the thought of going to a women's circle make doesn't feel good for you, like there are probably other ways that you can get that you sense of community. Instead. Go <laughs> to football. You know, like go to yoga or like arrange to go on a hike with your friends. Like it's there's there's other ways you can do it I guess mm-hmm. that if it doesn't if that doesn't feel good for you then you can still maybe get some of the good stuff out of it but equally if that does sound like something that you think could be really cool to explore then like go for it but just make sure that you know you feel comfortable you feel safe
0: yeah I think I mean I would always say like just be careful with yourself and what you how much you share and make sure you're you're comfortable with that but I think there isn't the same dynamic in going for a walk going for coffee going to the football as there is in a women's circle and that's the thing which is a little bit um, fuzzy and uncomfortable is this like the depth of sharing the capability of the facilitator the pressure to share the aftercare, that kind of thing, is is more complicated because it's a service that you're offering for yeah. people to share rather than, like, let us go for a walk and chat about, like, yeah. how annoying your kids are yeah. or whatever. Yeah, let's, though. <laughs> yeah, let's. <laughs> so
1: if you could <laughs> summarise this big topic, and we're going to try and do this in a kind of, uh, you know, we know we live in the age of... Uh, Instagram wellness. If you could summarise this, Katie, into in captionable. Mm. An Instagram caption or a quotagram in the style of live, laugh, love. love. What, what are your thoughts
0: on women's circles and um, divine femininity? Check the qualifications and experience and make sure you're comfortable with what you're sharing. I mean, that's not very snappy, but that would be my sentence about it. I might go for
1: might be magic (laughs) yeah but you don't have to fit into a box or a circle
0: oh i see what you did (laughs) there very good yeah that's i think we've got to the end of what we can fit into one episode and Yeah. yeah so thanks for listening
1: thank you and we will see you next week
0: You have been listening to Selfie Development with Katie and Annabelle. For more updates, come and follow us at Selfie Development Pod on Instagram. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. This podcast was recorded at Everybody's Studio in Oxford. Thanks to Nick and Matt at Story94 for editing and production.